Hey, kings and queens. I'm here to tell you about Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android operating systems. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. You can browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. So stop scrolling and start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. And of course, you'll find our podcast, The Thing About Us, there too. So download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And use our promo code, About Us, A-B-0-U-T-U-S. That'll be linked in the description as well. Use that code and you can receive a one-month free premium subscription. Hey, kings and queens, it's Zion, and I'm going to be sharing some information about the Red Summer of 1968. The Red Summer was basically a period in time from May to December 1919, where there were large acts of violence between the communities of Black soldiers and white soldiers. The Red Summer all started with World War One where lots of soldiers and citizens were drafted to war. About 367,000 black soldiers were drafted into war, and when they returned, they demanded a new respect due to their contributions to the country. When white soldiers returned, they noticed a lot of their work positions and housing positions being filled by black people. White Americans were not pleased by this, and this is what started the lynching epidemic. The goal of white Americans that returned were to maintain white supremacy and white economic power. Many black people, and specifically black soldiers, were targeted by white mobs, officers, soldiers, etc. White Americans had thought this was an attempt by black people and Jim Crow laws that created what we talked about in a previous episode, Black Code. I know some of you are wondering, well, Zion, how bad were these acts of violence? So let's take a look at some of these things. During World War I, the population of black people in South Chicago raised from 44,000 to over 109,000. Like I explained, the white soldiers of World War I did not like how black people were taking their positions while they were gone, which caused a lot of tension in Chicago, as we will soon. This event was triggered by the death of a black youth on July 27th. He had been swimming in Lake Michigan and had drifted into an area that was reserved for whites. He was stoned and shortly drowned. When police refused to arrest the white man who killed him, black observers held him responsible for the incident. Crowds of black people began to gather on the beach and the violence began. Fighting broke out between gangs and mobs of both races. Violence escalated with each incident and for 13 days Chicago was without any law and order despite the fact that the state militia had been called out on the fourth and thirteenth day. By the end of this point in time, thirty eight people were dead, 
23 were black, 15 were white, 537 people were injured, and 1,000 black families were left home. Any thoughts? I'm just amazed at how, and I, I guess I shouldn't be, especially during the time period, of how blacks were used to keep the common economy going and and then just kind of discarded once the war was over. As if they had no, made no contribution. Right. How do you feel about that, Zion? Well, I just, I find it very sad because imagine if, if I was living in that time and I was in that place and I was just chilling and I had my eyes closed, I wasn't worried about anything. Next thing I know, I opened my eyes and I ended up, got a rock in my face. Attack, angry mob. And that would have been the end of my life. Very You know, just looking at the episodes of history and then at times kind of watching. Yeah, but you know, one thing you got to think about is how often that actually happened that's, that wasn't recorded. How many how many brothers and sisters has came up missing that was never recorded? Never even knew. That's something else to think about. Go ahead, Young King. All right, next up we have the Omaha, Nebraska Rifle Riot of 1919. Around midnight on September 25th, Milton Hoffman and Agnes Lobeck were assaulted at Bancroft Street and Scenic Avenue as they were walking home after a late movement. They said their assailant robbed them at gunpoint, taking Hoffman's watch, money, and billfold, plus a ruby ring from Agnes. He ordered Hoffman to move several steps away, then dragged 19-year-old Lobeck by her hair into a nearby ravine and sexually assaulted her. A riot-crazed mob stormed the burning Douglas County Courthouse on September 28th, three days later, and lynched Will Brown, the victim accused of raping a white woman, and he had no opportunity to prove his innocence. It's honestly just crazy to me how they would take any black black person and attach it to a crime just because they were black. It's scary enough now how just being black is, but imagine how scary it was. I can't imagine. And like you say, and like you say, you know, we do have those instances of crime now, you know, sometimes, especially, you know, as a black man, you know, that fear of being wrong place, wrong time. I remember having this discussion in a diversity meeting at, at work and I was explaining to them about a situation that was going on, how uh, remember when they, they locked down the city? Mm-hmm. It was a curfew. And I was explaining to them they they wanted us to be at work at a certain time. And I, I told them, I was like, well, the curfew hadn't ended. So 
there was no consideration about those of us that was black that had to be at work at three, four o'clock in the morning. And the 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 fact that there was just no thought or consideration about that, about how we felt, because you know, we got Brianna had just happened, George Floyd. So we was already on we was already High alert. High alert about everything about that. So now, let alone now, we got to come in at three or four o'clock in the morning during a curfew. So now we got to worry about being pulled over. Are we next? Is my seat? Did I did I did I remember my wallet? You know, did did I use my turning signal? So now, every little thing we do is like times ten. I remember that. I can just imagine their reaction. When you said that it was a, a surprise because it was something they hadn't even considered. Yeah, hadn't even considered it. So that that was just like, man, this is, you know, I, and I, I still do it. You know, I still, every so many feet, I look, with, I look at my mirror. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just driving. But it's just the fact that I have that, I have that on my shoulders. It's almost like an innate fear. Yeah. Yeah. So it it still goes on. It still goes on. So no, you do your math, think about how many years from from then to now that we're still doing that. Go ahead, young king. Last but not least, we have the massacre of Elaine, Arkansas. Sharecroppers who gathered at a small church in Elaine, Arkansas in the late hours of September thirty knew the risk they were taking. Upset about unfair, low wages, they enlisted the help of a prominent white attorney from Little Rock, Ulysses Brett. He came to a lane to press for a fair share in the profits of their labor. Each season, landowners came around demanding obscene percentages of the profit without ever presenting the sharecroppers with the detailed accounting and trapping them into with supposed death. At around 11 p.m. that night, a group of local white men, some who may have been affiliated with law enforcement, fired shots into the church. Shots were returned, and in the chaos, one white man was killed. Um, word spread rapidly about the death. Rumors arose that the sharecroppers who had formerly joined the union known as Progressive Farmers and Household Union of America were leading an organized insurrection against the white residents of Phillips County. 500 days later, no, days later, 500 white, 500 white soldiers came and massacred lots of black people and the ones that were, and the ones that fired back in fear of their lives or to defend themselves and their family and their friends were sentenced to death or life in prison. It's very sad to me how when black people ask for a fair chance, their lives were ruined even more. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's almost like you're put in a position where you almost have to fight back 
But if you do, it's an automatic death penalty. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. Mm-hmm. You do fight back. You uh, have you noticed with with these events that you are breaking down for us? How much is still is is repeating today in the last few years? Have you noticed that when you was doing all this? How you feel about that? Over time, I've noticed that there white white officers, white um, white people who are take your time. White. It's hard to explain, but basically, I've noticed a lot that white officers. When we've seen police brutality happen a lot in our community, their number one excuse is um, resist. I felt yeah, resisting arrest. I felt threatened. Mm-hmm. I felt threatened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But really, they were just trying to save their own life. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's it's here. Yeah. It hasn't gone anywhere. No. Sadly enough, it's more aggressive now than past. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Keep up the good work. You got anything else for us? All right. Queen, you got anything you want to add? Queen, how you feel about young Zion doing all this? research and learning and see that beam and smile. yeah I see my smile beaming. yeah I, I, I see I, I I'm proud I'm proud and I see um the maturity that he's gaining and confidence on the mic so. yeah yeah I I, I just I, I like the fact that he's he's learning mm-hmm. he's learning and he's recognizing the things mm-hmm. you know that that's going on okay now and then so that's i'm proud of you yeah Yeah. oh you best believe in you best believe there there's other people who didn't even know about the red summer 1919. yeah you best believe so keep up the good work man all right kings and queens till next time oh you got something oh you you got you got something (laughs) well i asked you did you have anything Okay. Okay. What? Well, what? Well, my bad. Let, let 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 me sit back, young king. For any questions, comments, or concerns, email us at thethingaboutus502 at gmail.com or you go ahead and slide in the DMs of the thing of the thing underscore about us podcast on Instagram. Lastly, on Twitter at the thing about us. My man. <laughs> All right, kings and queens, till next time.